Hello, and welcome to The Space Above Us. Supplemental 5, Apollo 13 O2 Tank 2 Explosion. For the next subject in our regularly scheduled supplemental series, I thought we'd take a look at... What's that? You say it's been over two years since the last supplemental? No, that can't be right. See, the supplementals were supposed to be this thing where every couple of months, I could add extra information that didn't easily fit into the main narrative of the episodes. It gave me the flexibility to get way into the weeds on something, provide outside audio, uh, move forward and backward in the timeline, maybe even interview guests someday. So, you must be mistaken. Let's take a look. Hmm. See? The last supplemental was... Hmm. September 20th, 2017, with the Apollo 11 mission audio. Well, there you go. It hasn't been two years. It's been just shy of two years. Seriously, though, sorry for letting these drop. Many of you who have taken the time to email me have specifically mentioned how much you enjoy these supplementals. The truth is that it's just tough to come up with the time for what amounts to an extra episode on top of the bi-weekly schedule of the main show. Time makes fools of us all. Today we'll be looking at Apollo 13, which we covered all the way back on episodes 42 and 43. The mission was notable for being a so-called successful failure. Partway into the mission, an oxygen tank ruptured, crippling the command module. Jim Lovell and Fred Hayes would not walk on the moon, but what followed was the stuff of spaceflight legend with the three astronaut crew and thousands of people on the ground putting their heads together, thinking outside the box, and getting Apollo 13 home safely. Specifically, I'm going to play about 19 minutes of audio from the flight director's loop during the accident itself. The first two and a half minutes will just be business as usual, but then O2 Tank 2 lets go and things go decidedly off-nominal. This might be a little weird, but since I don't have any other way to draw your attention to stuff in an audio format, and 19 minutes is a long time to pay close attention to scratchy audio, I've added a couple of little beep triplets before a few different events. Here's one now. Specifically, there will be some beeps like that before a burst of static, which is actually the moment of the explosion, I also added it before two famous Gene Kranz quotes, and before Jim Lovell announced a pretty dire observation. If you find these beeps to be annoying, then I recommend checking out the original audio for yourself, which is easily available online. In fact, if you search YouTube for Lunar Module 5 As It Happened Apollo 13, you'll find the video I grabbed this audio from, which saved me from digging around in the original audio dumps. Lunar Module 5 actually went the extra mile and synced up an hour of audio with video clips from the ground and a simulation of both the attitude of Apollo 13 and the onboard computer. So if you enjoyed this, help me return the favor by giving their video a view and a thumbs up. Similar to previous mission audio clips, this is the flight director's loop, so you're going to hear a lot of people talking at once, both the crew and all of mission control. I know this is a little difficult to parse, but if you just fixate on one voice at a time, it's pretty easy to follow and gives you a lot more context as to what's actually happening. I also left in some relatively long silent parts in order to preserve the actual pacing. Anyway, I've talked enough, so let's get into the audio. Okay, GNC, you got any configuration items here? Uh, negative flight. Capcom looks like the last item we... Uh need here is a stir on the H2 and O2 at their convenience. Okay. 
13, we've got one more item for you when you get a chance. We'd like you to uh, stir up your cryo tanks. In addition, uh, I have a shaft and trunnion. Okay. Or look at the comment Bennett if you need it. Go get it. Uh, we finally got our Delta H update. Uh, do you want to just read it up to the crew or airplane it? Uh, let's see. Now, can we collapse dead bands and do all that good stuff if we uplink here? Uh, we're starting to uh, go ahead and button up the tunnel again. 
Yeah, that, that jolt uh, must have rocked uh, yeah, we can determine that from uh, the sensor uh, on, uh, see now in O2, uh, quantity 2, it uh, was oscillating uh, down around 20 to 60 percent, now it's full scale high again. Roger. Uh, 
Go, Econ. Let's reverse the configuration uh, request. Okay, but wait a minute. We got a good main A bus. Let's make sure that whatever we do doesn't screw up main A. You'll tell two is on main A flight. Okay. I'm not going to ask to change that. Okay, what do you want to do? Let's try to put fuel cell one on main B, fuel cell three on main A. We'll use the other uh, sensing circuitry. Fuel cell number one on main B, fuel cell three on main A. We're not going to touch fuel cell two flight. Okay, but if we got any problems in the system, I want to make sure that we don't blow the voltage off main A, and then we're not going to be able to see anything. You got? Can we review our status here, Cy, and see what we've got from a standpoint of status? What do you think we got in the spacecraft that's good? Main bus A is reading 25 volts. Okay, main A, and that's reflected by the fact uh, fuel cell 2 is putting out uh, 53 amps, which is just about the most it can and keep our voltage up. Okay. So that's bona fide. AC bus 2 is zero, which is reflected by the fact we lost main B. AC bus. Standby flight. Zero output. Flight account. Okay. Uh, if we want to keep much. Okay, Houston, are you still reading 13? Stand by. That's affirmative. Uh, we're reading you. We're uh, trying to come up with some good ideas here for you. Go ahead. I was going to ask you to put a battery on flight. Okay, let me Go give ahead, you still. a reading. Andy, enter the main A voltage jack. Sorry, how do you want to Say again, Fred. Omni Bravo. Right. Okay, bust IAC. Uh, we got the 210. You got the 210. Right. Okay, that'll save a bit of power. Capcom, let's recommend selection of Omni Bravo, please. It's Charlie now. Okay, He's Charlie. Charlie. Omni
Flight Ecom. Go Ecom. Okay, let's get a readout on a couple fuel cell pressures here. Okay. Uh, fuel cell 1N2 pressure. Fuel cell 3O2 pressure. We're reading 0N2 uh, pressure in fuel cell 1 and 13 PSI on uh, fuel cell 3O2 pressure. Okay, on fuel cell 1. N2 pressure. N2 pressure. Fuel cell 3. What do you want there? O2 pressure. O2 pressure. Capcom, let's get those as a start. 13 Houston, uh, we'd like you to verify a couple of readings for us. Uh, uh, we'd like the nitrogen pressure and fuel cell 1. Over and, uh, we need the oxygen pressure and fuel cell 2. Still moving. Maybe we ought to stop it. Are we using RCS now, Buck? Okay, nitrogen on 1 and oxygen on 2. Is that correct? Negative oxygen on three. Okay. PNC for flight. PNC for flight. PNC. Did you see any problems in quad D helium valve? Does that look like that's cleared up? Rod, that's cleared up flight. We're in good shape. Okay. Now, are we using RCS now? That's affirmative. We're going to have to switch the thrusters over to main A to hold the attitude here. Okay. Uh... How much RCS we use? Oh, we've used... Uh, okay, system uh, test uh, 1A. Okay, give me a minimum fuel usage configuration that'll keep me out of food. Right. I tell me? Go tell me. The lem heater current's become essentially static. Right. Let's solve one problem at a time. Come back to me later on in it. And uh, 2 Baker, which is uh, 3 oxygen, uh, says point six. Two bakers is uh, point six, and uh, say again the other one. Uh, fuel cell one, uh, nitrogen uh, reads uh, zero. Roger zero. We confirming those numbers. I need that RCS stuff as soon as you can get it. Dodge flight, he's turned off all jets now. Okay. Okay, uh, we came up with those numbers, flight. Okay, Cy, give me your next best thing to try. Ecom, flight. Flight Ecom? Go ahead. Uh, why don't we try to leave fuel cell 2 alone and just make sure that 1 and 3 are disconnected from both buses and make sure that there's absolutely won't be any load on them at all and let's see what happens to those cells. Okay, Barrett, what do you want to do? Open circuit fuel cell 1 and 3? That's front flight. Okay. Capcom, let's recommend we open circuit fuel cell number 1 and number 3 and leave fuel cell number 2 as is. Okay, one and three open circuit, two as is, and uh, earlier got a report from them that uh, one and three were reading uh, gray but zero flow. Yeah, Capcom, let's amend that. Ecom from flight. Flight Ecom. Why don't we just open circuit one and make sure that we don't have any problems getting that back onto the bus. Okay, just watch it for a while before we make any further moves with three. Roger. Okay, Capcom, let's just open circuit one of those right now. 13 Houston, we'd like you to open circuit fuel cell one. Leave two and three as is. Okay, I'll get to work on that. 
Like and uh, Jack, uh, our O2 uh, quantity number two tank is ringing zero. Did you get that? O2 quantity number that's two is zero. That's AC, okay. Roger. Yeah, that's, that's because of AC. And it looks to me, looking out the uh, hatch, that we are venting something. Crew thinks they're venting something. We are, uh, we are venting something out uh, into the uh, into space. Roger, we copy your venting. It's a gas Okay, let's everybody think of the kind of things we'd be vetting. GNC, you got anything that looks abnormal in your system? Negative light. How about you, Ecom? You see anything that, uh, with the instrumentation you got that could be venting? Okay, uh, fuel cell one, you just wanted uh, off the line now, Jack, is that right? We just wanted you to uh, open the circuit, circuit fuel cell right? one. Okay, she's off the line. Let me look at the system as far as the venting is concerned. Okay, let's start scanning. I assume you've called in your backup ECOM? ECOM? Flight, say again. Have you called in your backup ECOMs now? See if we can get some more brain power in this We thing. got one here. Roger. Flight in, cool. Go ahead and call. Uh, he, never mind. He's saving us a little bit. Okay. Everybody keep cool. We got the uh, limb still attached. The limb spacecraft's good. So if we need uh, to get back home, we got a limb to do a good portion of it with. Okay, let's make sure that we don't do anything that's going to blow our CSM electrical power with the batteries or that will cause us to lose the main or the uh, fuel cell number two. Okay, we want to keep the O2 and that kind of stuff working. We'd like to have RCS, but we got the command module system. So we're in good shape if we need to get home. Let's solve the problem, but let's not make it any worse by guessing. The thing that really strikes me about this audio is just how calm everyone is. The 1995 film Apollo 13 is excellent, but their job was to make the events dramatic, so they definitely cranked up the intensity a bit. If you didn't listen to the words that they were actually saying, it would almost sound like these guys were just debugging a router or something but that's what it takes to get through something like this with an intact crew. When lives are on the line and it's up to you to deliver on your part of the mission, it's best to stay calm, cool, and collected. And as Cran said in the clip, work the problem and don't make things worse by guessing. I've learned not to make grand promises about this sort of thing, but as I've gotten into a sort of rhythm with the shuttle flights, I am hoping to do these supplementals more often. If you have ideas for stuff that you'd like to hear about, shoot me an email at jp at thespaceabove.us. I'm not going to promise that I'll get to every suggestion, but I'll at least consider it, and I'd love to hear from you all. Ad Astra, catch you on the next pass. <laughs>